Do we have drinks, gentlemen? I've yes. just consumed. I'm good. What, what did you consume, my love? Fanta. Fan, fan, uh. Fanta. Every Nazi's favourite drink. I honestly thought... Every Nazi's favourite <laughs> right. drink. Hang on. Yeah, where's Great that coming from? Nazi party. Oh, like Volkswagen. Yeah, it, Fanta was created by the, the... The original recipe for Fanta was created by the Nazi party, yeah. Okay, I feel like I need a fact Are check you seed that. of doubting us both here? Is that nope. legit? Nope. Get on wiki. It's always a fun fact. It's one of those fun ones. No, that no, one. I'm just, I'm willing to roll with that. I'm willing to roll with that. But can I say, you know, when Craig said Fanta, I honestly thought he said banter. banter. I thought he'd just consumed. Just hot bants. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Hot bants. Yeah. Swallowed, swallowed the some on, vicious hot bants. I'm hot bants. <laughs> what are you drinking, Matthew, my love? Um, I have got the remnants of last night's white Rioja. That's a white Rioja. And I've just opened a bottle, a dusty bottle, everybody, of Hobgoblin Ruby that was given to me by my next door neighbour. Oh, nice. (laughs) Um, This evening, I'm partaking of a dandelion and burdock. Oh, how summery of you. (laughs) Unless it came in a glass bottle, I don't know. No, it came in a can. Proper stubby little can. None of this fucking bottle bullshit. Anyway. Is it bars? Yeah, it's, it's from not, Bar. It's Ben Shaw's, unfortunately. I wanted a Bar's, but... Oh, laddie da these days, but can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Without right. further ado. Right, my bitches, should we play the music? Count out for five, Tony. As it was, so it goes. Welcome to another edition of Every Number One Ever, and Every Number One welcomes you. Did you just this is our rearranged Tony Wilson out, wasn't it, Matt? A little bit. <laughs> this is our rearranging of music history, pruning the chart toppers that should have been floppers. This is our three-year effort to create a new musical pantheon, a higher artistic plane. You want more intense detail of how this works? Head to issue zero and become enlightened. Done that? Good. Join me. Joining me on this woolly mammoth task is the encyclopedic chart chartist, Mr. Craig Lowe. Craig, how well, are you? I am fine, thank you, Matthew. Good. And I'm also joined, as is Craig, by distinguished musical linguist, Dr. Liam Maloney. God, Liam, it gets hi. worse every single time, hi. Oh, trust Three me. years from now, just imagine. <laughs> I'm just going to be throwing. A ro- we're going to be throwing rocks at <laughs> Professor Americans, <laughs> which I know isn't what you said, but it's bad. <laughs> so here we are, staring back into the morass of class. That's a great sentence. I'm going to say that again. Class. I was happy with it. Yeah. So here we are, staring back into the morass of class. But how are the songs flicked our way? Okay, I'll tell you. A machine, it's nothing worse than laughing at your own jokes. A machine is independently chosen and charged to choose three number one hits for each of us. We judge these on facts and the noise that they make, and off this decide to bin or save this pack of three. If we keep cool into the pantheon they go. If we bin, well, we have to rummage around in a bag of mouldy old number two hits, pluck one out, and at random throw it into the uh, into the pantheon to find out <laughs> if the old adage of a number Number two being better than a number one is true. Everyone loves a number two. I don't know. Everyone why loves a number two. We've not made any poo jokes yet, and I don't know why. 
I, I, I was hoping we'd get through the whole three years without doing it. We got into episode two, but fair news. But it's episode um, two. Yeah, episode two for number two. So, yeah. <sighs> if we'd been, we were each around in a bag of mouldy old number twos. <laughs> and pluck one out at random to not only find if the old adage of a number two being better than a number one is true, but to also add a little bit of chaos into proceeding. And who doesn't love a little bit of chaos, lads? Oh, without further ado, how are you, boys? Are we all good? I'm good. All is good. All is good. I've got me dandelion and burdock. Excellent. Mm, uh, is my... it machine time? It is machine time, I think. Should we find out who our... Uh... Machine du jour is. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Who is it? This week's machine is the Commodores sixty four. <laughs> it was the trumpets that were early there, not me being slow. You the gave trumpets were early. <laughs> no, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's yet yeah, uh, today's machine is the Commodores sixty four. So hey. Let's hope they're uh, they're all all in harmony and uh, chucking those number ones at us in a regulated order. I've not frozen. I've just I've nothing else to add. Craig, you first <laughs> up, love. Indeed, I am. So before we begin, Commodores of the '64, is there any facts for this particular track? It's been... Ah! The dulcet tones of the bare-naked ladies tell me that this was number one for just one week. That one week being the 26th of April in the year of our Lord, 2014. Thank you. Save it for the Patreon! (laughs) (laughs) This was number 1,259 on our list of number ones. This... Go ahead, guess. 2014 for one week. It could be fucking anything. It could, uh, yeah. Make, could be make up a hell. name and make up a title and you're probably going to get as close. Should we just go for it? Commodores, play it. You broke my heart? No. It was like a microsecond. Oh, it's... What's a top knot in it? Top knot in it? Kesha. No. It's Kesha. It's Kesha. I I also don't know how to Tell me who this is. Tell. Well, spell it. How do you spell it? K I E S Z A. With her quote unquote classic track, Hideaway. It is actually quite a cool tune. I kind of dig it. No, I hate it. It's awful. I heard it and I was like, after about 40 seconds, I was like, I can't take any more of this. It's just bog standard dance already, already quite excited. Already quite <laughs> excited where this is going to go. Because so, this is the classic. We've got Bin Master General. We've got Liam on the keep and I have got a fence up my arsehole. So <laughs> let's see what number two is. Yes, not, not Commodore 63, not Commodore 65, Commodore 64. <laughs> Give us the fact. <laughs> Oh, that, does that mean it's a double A side? It is a double A side, is it not, Craig? Oh, no, I love technically, that one. technically, it isn't. Oh, and you'll what? understand. That's why. That's why I was in doubt because, unfortunately, this is 
This was number one. This was number one for two weeks on the twelfth of April in the year of our Lord nineteen eighty. So for the Patreon, uh, <laughs> this is number one for number four hundred and fifty-six. Uh, so that's uh, seventy-eight. Yeah, I can see why you'd think this would be a double Get A side, that. but we're going to jive Bunny the fuck out of this one. So, <laughs> Commodores, take it away. Right, so I'm working my way back to you. Working my way back to you, babe. Yep. This is. This is this is the Detroit Spinners with "Working My Way Back oh. to You" and "Forgive Me, Girl," mashed up together in the same song. Oh, so it doesn't oh. qualify as a double A. Doesn't qualify as a double A no, because but... it is tis a mashup. I'm really glad. I'm really glad that the Commodore 64 got confused with that, and we're having this conversation because this in itself is factotainment. Yeah, this in itself is once again. Throw away pop nonsense. This is not great. Oh, I love this tune. I, I love the oh, tune. This is just I would, I would, this I would rather listen better. to the original. I would rather listen to another version that isn't just a cheesy knockoff by a band that was known for just jamming two songs together and releasing them. <laughs> Never realised Craig had such vitriol for I mean, the spinners. How how much bin? I mean, bin's only three letters long here, Craig. Like, you need you need to write the word bin on an airfield and film it from above I'm, like I'm, they did I'm, on I'm, Metal I'm Breakers or something. I'm talking to you from within the bin at the moment. I'm just on my way out. <laughs> <laughs> just got enough time to play one more track before no, I wait exit a second, Wait bin. a second. Wait a second. Let me, throw, let me throw this one question at you, Craig. So obviously you've stated your claim already. You know this is hitting the bin. Is there any song that could save this oh, nice. or is your dislike for these so much that this is nothing can save this? We may as well already <sighs> bin. No, I mean it's just it's what it's it's mediocrity at best. It would take something not nothing particularly special to save this, but it would need oh, to be right. something good. It would literally need to be something good. So we're guaranteed to get a big steaming pile of doggy doo doo now. So I I really disagree. I think that did Detroit Spinners tune is great. It's a really good dancey, happy, just like just really good pop music. It's inoffensive. But it's also kind of catchy. I, that'll be in my head now for the night. Like, I dig it. I think it's cool. Yes, but is it, is it enough to throw something like uh, Kaiska, or whatever she's called, also into the pantheon of the great? I think it's pronounced uh, Kieza, something like that. I think that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. I uh, don't know. We're just going to call it random woman young, number one from now people, on. Young people know yes. these things. Um, but, right, come on. Let, let's, let's at least get all three in view before we start yeah, having this chat. Okay. Commodores, can you please give me any facts that are needed for this track? These songs are terrible, obviously. Oh, Oh, God. Right. Do we even need to play? (laughs) This was number one for three weeks from the 6th of October (laughs) in the year of our Lord. Save it for Patreon 2016. (laughs) (laughs) This was number one, number one. 1,317, and if you can save any of these tracks after this, I'd be amazed. So, <laughs> Commodores! <laughs> oh, it's a bit of Cousteau wank. 
What was that first line? I met you in the dark, you let me off. <laughs> no, honestly, was that the first line? Can we can we just play that first line again? Do you mind? I'm really sorry. I'm sure that's what the first line is. I met you in the dark, you let me off. You lit me up. I don't think anyone's been you let me off. You let me off. <laughs> I'm telling you. Right, sorry, Craig, go on. So this is the wonderful, magnificent, totally forgotten <laughs> James Arthur with uh, his uh, track. What do you call it? Say the biggest selling, biggest selling X Factor winning song, James Arthur. But I agree oh. with you. You know? So, so that's the third track. Come and fight me on the spinners now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, tell you what, I'm getting this in here. I'm gonna, in fact, ooh, I'm voting keep. There's not I've a done it. Cat I've done it. I've said it there. There's Just not because a cat in I else find chance. James Arthur fairly inoffensive. Yes, I quite like. And Detroit Spinners, I'm into it. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, that no, means. No, no, no. This going in the bin, so no, it Mr. Means that Leonard Matt has to. Yeah, gets the, gets the decider. Right. I hear both your arguments here, and I no, I just before no before before I give my thumb up or thumb down. Remember, this is um, radio, mate. I understand that, but I'm sure people can imagine what a thumb up or a thumb down <laughs> looks like. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> um, <laughs> he's just going to do the symbol. Up or down, and me and Craig won't react. I would love, I would love on Gladiator when he's doing the cut throughout the world. Oh, so we just let it went. This is radio. What does that mate. mean? <laughs> so listen, I like your argument, Liam, um, and that Spinner's song just reminds me so much of glorious golden summers in the 80s where Piccadilly Gold 11.52 was on on AM and it was all really bassy and floaty it's all going in the bin I'm sorry yay well at least I can feel but I feel I feel pained I do feel a bit of pain good nah, you don't it's an easy pill to swallow with either side of it <laughs> well that's enough of you let's move on and talk to Matthew <laughs> musical musical no, I want my number two good. damn it <laughs> I won't. Don't move straight on. You have to. You have to deal with musical me. Musical psychopath. Deal Give the musical me. psychopath his number two. Fucking Karen down there in the corner. No, you will deal with me now. <laughs> oh, this is great. Right, here you right, go, what's, Craig. What's your number, number two, two du jour. <laughs> Twenty twelve. I feel. I feel we deserve this. From the start, you were a thief, you stole my heart, and I, you will. You know that voice. You do know that voice. I let you see the parts of Right, come on, what is it? This is Just Give Me a Reason by Pink and Nate Ruse. Oh, I'll, t- I'll <laughs> take that. It's, it's probably my only chance we're going to get Nate Ruz in. Who because is Nate Ruz? He was the lead singer of Fun and also the format. Oh, I didn't Fun mind. Period. Okay. Oh. 
Matt's just gone. <laughs> Matt's just gone. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. What was really good about it, you were both you were both saying, who is Nate Riz? And then like, as if it was no thing, as if it was just like words and it's fucking not. You just... <laughs> Oh, I love you both. Right, well done. Well done, everyone. Right, Music's the winner. The right. <laughs> Matt, you're up. Oh, God. Up your bum. Well. Right, this was number one, number 242. Oh, early one. In, in, on the 6th of December 1967, it was at number one for seven weeks. Oh. Would anyone like to guess... 60s. Who that could be? Number one for seven, seven weeks. Beatles. Let's go with the birds. Oh, Craig's gone birds. Liam's gone Beatles. The Commodore 64. Is there any more information I should be saying? Perhaps. It's Christmas! Who got Christmas number one in 1967? Who got Christmas number one? Is it not the Beatles? Is it is it the paperback writer? Give it a play. You say yes. Oh fucking hell. Oh yes. It was right. indeed the Beatles, their thirteenth number one and their fourth Christmas number one. Oh god. A uh, jaunty McCartney number that was included on the Magical Mystery Tour LP. Hello Goodbye was the title of the track. And Correct. it's a mid-range in B. I, I don't mind Hello Goodbye, but it's it's definitely not on my standing up, stamping my feet, shouting at Liam, no, you will not be in the Beatles list. <laughs> so, you know. And you, and I'm not being funny, that was 67 and that was their 13th number one. So we're going to be having this back. We really should have had a Beatles sting, but still, here <laughs> yeah. we are. Um, anyway, yeah, so as it stands, it's the Beatles, so I'm obviously always going to be leaning towards keep, but let's see how it goes. Where are you in the kitchen? Um, I am closer to the kettle, which is how I always view the keep area for some reason. Okay. So I'm the other side. I'm the other side of the uh, breakfast island. Oh, so uh, it, because it, if, it I go, be a if I go, if I go, yeah, throw from there really. The bin's near the back door. Right. And I and tell you what, it's going to be a big three-o with my weaker hand because I'm eating a grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out your number two. <laughs> right, so number two. Hey, you thought that was an early one, guys. This is number one, number 82. Oh, good Ooh, Lord. Wow. We're never going to so be anything, are we? This was number one in the week of the 20th of February, 1959. It was at number one for four weeks. Commodore 64, anything else that I need to let the lads know about this? Sweet Fanny Adams, says Roy Castle. Whack it on then. Here we go. Oh, at least it's upbeat. Nice bit of vibraphone. My shoulders are going. Is it not Herb Albert? Oh. As I love you. Oh, I know that voice. It's it's Burley Chassis. Yes, it is. It's Big Shirl's first number one. That's not bad, that, actually. I don't mind that. Yeah. 
Well, there is there is a bit of herp in there. The orchestration was done by someone who I spoke to uh, someone about this person last year because I was going to do a piece on the last pod about him, then her, now. That was Wally Stott and his orchestra. Uh, Wally Stott, born in Leeds, composer, arranger, and conductor. He won three Emmys and then transitioned to into Angela Morley in 1972. I'm sure there's a less clunky way of saying that. And moved to the States in the late 70s. And that's all I've got. But it's Big Shield's first one. And do you know what? It's really naive and lovely. But wasn't she fully farmed from the off? Yeah, that you know, voice, there was that no voice, growing into that voice. Buy it instantly, can't you? As well, and it's like, yeah, you just—it's kind of nice when you hear Shirley Bassett because, like, you just know it's gonna be fine. Like, you're in safe hands. She's gonna yeah. do what she's come here to do, and there's no like concern whether she's gonna hit that high note or not. It's just, it, yeah, it's just when is the high note and how loud can I make it? And long, <laughs> loud and long, just the way Shirley likes it. Ready for number three, Matthew? I am absolutely ready for number three. Could I just point out that I'm probably still in the same position in the kitchen? Okay, nice. So, number three, I will give you the dry facts first. This is number one, number four, oh, seven. It was number one in the week of the 18th of June, 1977. Do you have any more information for me? Commodore 64. It's been oh. Aha, a one week wonder it was. Right. Year of punk, right in the middle of the year of punk boys. What song oh. do you reckon this is? Well it said that I think it's I'm, not gonna be punk now. It's not gonna be punk at all. It's gonna be a disco no, no, track. No. no. No, you see, here we go. You think you think I'm playing you think I'm playing you. You think I'm playing you, don't you? As you know, all the music was banned. You've watched documentaries, you know that all punk everything everything was set on fire. Um, the Queen had a safety pin through her nose. I've seen pictures. And everything was punk. So it, it's got to be a punk track, right? It's going to be like... Commodores, put us... No, it, it wouldn't be Rolf. Put Harris. us out of our misery. No, it wouldn't be Rolf. <laughs> that would have been a different sting. Let's have a see. Oh, God. Ooh. Absolute piss. Country <laughs> waddle. In a bar in Toledo... Any ideas of that voice? Famous country voice. No? No. It's Ken Rogers, everybody. I was going to say, is he said it? With his first song to chart in the UK, which is incredible considering he'd been releasing songs since 1958. 19 years and his first one to chart in the UK. There's not really that much else to say about this song because, I mean, it, apart from it got to number one, lots of people bought What's it. What's it called it, again? It, it's called Lucille. Now, I was building up to that, oh. Liam, because I'll tell you. I'll tell you for why, love. I'll tell you for why. Um, it is, this is, this is like kryptonite to me. That is the exact type of country music that if someone came to me and said, oh, this is my favourite song, I would immediately judge them and think, I don't want this person in my life. You know, they, they, they're inverse Midas. They've no, you know, there's no taste there at all. There's nothing they can add. They, they are, you know, sandals and socks. Um, but why I was building up to uh, the title was, <laughs> as I wrote this down, do you think, is there any other ruder title of a, uh, an artist with a verb 
for a second name than Kenny Rogers Lucille. <laughs> I mean, that, that look that would look terrible on the back of a toilet door. The only other the only other verb um, artists I could think of I've I've written down in a kind of daydream haze earlier. Britney Spears sometimes. <laughs> Buster rhymes with Duster. Bill Bill Withers whilst Roger Waters and Ben Folds Five Napkins. There you go. But still, <laughs> Ken, Kenny Rogers Lucille. I mean, it's it's utter earpiece of the highest quality, but I feel like keeping it just because it sounds like utter filth. Oh, I, I mean, know. I would download that no, video. No, I would no, download no, that no. video. Well, there are better Beatles, um, there's better Shirley, and... Yeah, but this is not... It, yeah, but this might be the case... I don't think are any of them vile enough for wanting to make me bin 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 bin. They're in they're in the bin. And let bin. me give let me give good let me give quick reasons. The Beatles I would have always kept. Shirley's I'd never heard her first number one, and it was lovely to hear it. But you know I've gone this far in my life without hearing it. If I don't hear it again, it's not the end of the world, and I'm sure she doesn't care anyway. But that Kenny Rogers track would have sunk the Titanic with every single charity single on top of it and all my favourite records. It it stinks. It stinks like the man that gets on a bus shouting camel. It's just the worst. The worst. That's my so- sale point, guys. So Matt's binning, Craig. I will also bin because this is just average across the board. This this is the pantheon of excellence. There is there is nothing of excellence on display here. Yeah. Can I can I ask a question though, uh, Craig? How many songs do you think are going to be in the pantheon? Are you going to try and keep it to a dry six? Uh, yeah. Well, gotta say, how many is there? How many number twos can I get in? <laughs> so there's there's fourteen hundred number ones. That's fine. So if you don't get rid of like thirteen ninety two, right? So I'm bidding. Craig's bidding. Sorry, Liam. What are you doing? Oh, I've been in, of course. Like, like it matters. No, like I, it matters. I, I, but it a means three, no difference. A I might three have nil. kept it if it was something that wasn't as bad as Lucille, but I'm happy any opportunity I get to shove the Beatles down the shitter. You heard that, Craig. Be on your guard, son. Yeah, don't worry. I've got my favourites right. all lined up. <laughs> so, Commodore 64 is Kenny Rogers Lucille. What are you playing me? Like a moth to a flame burned by the fire. My love is blind. Can't I know that voice. Desire. That's the way love goes. Fan it. Yes. Fan it, Jackson. That's the way love goes. I'm happy with that. And this, by the way, can I say, there'll be a lot of this over the years of us saving face for a number two, you know, that we did. But I would be honest, if 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 I binned a lot and got a duff number two, I would hold my hands up. But I'm all right with a bit of Fanet. Fanet Jackson, that's the way love goes, yeah? Yep. Yep. Not Sweet. A bad Sweet as a moose. I'll no, take that. Well, well, tell you what, the bin is looking very full over the past <laughs> two episodes. And I know, I'm, 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 I'm just about to change the liner. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's been week lads so don't worry yeah. right Ev- every week's been week on every number one ever right here we go <laughs> okie dokes chaps so um, my round so I can tell you this is number one 734 it got to number one late 90s 
Really got nice. to number one in January '96. I can do number one when it's a month. Uh-huh. Um, Yay! And it was there for five weeks. Let's see if Commodores have anything for us. Oh, okay. Any guesses? Or should we just dive straight? When was it? Mid mid January in '95. Yeah, late January '96. '96, late January '96. Five Oof. weeks. No. no. No, go for it. Don't have to. <laughs> Ooh, tis the Babylon. Oh, this. Why is... did we not have a sting for like advertising tie-in? But I love it. Love it. It's the, the most disappointing uh, number one of all time. Yeah, because it's well, a not, prick not, tease, not in the it? way that Liam. Yeah. yeah, not in the way that Liam's faded it. I've heard that song so much after Eurovision as well. I bought that single based on that advert. And I was like, this is a cool tune. Let's try it. And then, you know, what is it? Like a minute in, it just turns into absolute dross. Yeah. Slows down. Yeah. And there's no more like cool break beats and... Sorry? It's 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 Jazz Man from Babylon Zoo doing his Bowie impersonation. Oh, but it's a cl- it is a classic though. It is a classic. That I, is a listen, I I'm I am going to tell you now that the charts, the Pantheon, would be poorer without that story being in it. Without that wonderful <laughs> prick tease of an advert. Because let's be let's be honest, we'd already jumped the shark with this shit. People, mm. you know, we'd bought the Stiltskin records. They'd bought. All the other re-release records that had gone before for Levi's jeans, and they thought, "How can we do it this time?" We say, "Well, we're going to trick these bastards into buying a song that they're, they're not going to get." Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Oh, right. Well, I'm very much. I'm. I'm by the toaster, and the toaster is just above the bin, so you can scrape your. Whoa, you're that it. far across. Yeah, based wow. on Babylon Zoo already. Yeah. Say, I'd have my toaster near my kettle. I imagine by the end of this run of three years, listeners are going to know the exact layout of our kitchens. <laughs> What's really good is, listeners, every time Liam plays the Fluff Freeman sting, the da, 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 that gives us the time to rearrange our kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, here we go, next one. Number one, 1071. So we're in um, April 2008. Um, and it was a number one for four weeks. Um, let's see if there are any additional factets. Yet. Nothing, not a jot. Whack it on. Let's dive straight into whatever this is. Oh. Seven seconds. Imagine Justin Trouser Snake. I think it's uh, an NERD... No, it's Timberland production as well, that, isn't it? Yeah. Four minutes with... Four minutes, not seven seconds. That's Yusendor and Nina Cherry. Cherry. I tell you what, there's a compilation album of time songs there, surely. See if you can get it to count up. Um, Not bad. I don't... Oh, Matt's off on one. Um, That's not... I don't mind four four minutes. Like, when it comes to Madge's kind of later output, that's one of the ones that offends me less. Such as, um, well, anything Madonna's done in the past decade, realistically. Isn't it weird how synth sound bank noises 
take on different lives through eras because if you were to play me that kind of euphonium part <laughs> in the early 90s and say this is the lead of the single i'd be like you are on fucking <laughs> drugs it sounds like someone cleaning out their their bell end at a brass rehearsal <laughs> fucking hell man <laughs> cleaning out their, <laughs> their, their <laughs> the end of their bell i'm talking about euphonium yes you are my love uh, in, in fairness, just play, play the, just think about that image. Just play the beginning of the track again, Liam. God, here we go. Just think about an old man cleaning out the end of his bell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's quite enough of that, I think. Um, I'm perhaps I'm taking a step towards the fridge. I'm away from the bin now. I'm a step away. So your fridge, your kettle's near the bin. The no, my toaster's near the bin. Isn't, the toasters. I have right, a my toasters in the bathroom. I've got a horseshoe kitchen. You see, that's the problem. <laughs> oh, you've got the island. I know you've got the island. Don't have an island. We can't move the island. Don't have an island. Oh, right. We're not. I think you need. What have you done with the island? Check your privilege, Matt. We don't all have islands. <laughs> so, um, here we go. Last one. Um, so this was a number one um, in January two thousand. 22nd of January 2000, and it's number one, 846. Let's see if there are any additional Six. facts. Ooh. 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 Oh, my Ooh. goodness. So that means it's Three. something we don't have a sting for. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, this is the first number one of the 2000s. First fresh number one of the 2000s, because Westlife's I Have a Dream rolled over. There is also this. It's been... Ah, oh, and it only Ooh. lasted one week as well. So it was the first number one of the new century. Yes, the first... first new number one. Fresh of the number one. Of the first new, new number one yes. of the new century. Okay. Any ideas? So that kind of rules out the Manics masses against the classes, right? Yeah. Or does it? Does it? I don't know. I'm not sure. <gasps> it's the Mannix Masters Against the Classes. Property from the majority. Uh, and so it remains. Yay, A forgettable Manic Street Preachers. Very noisy number one I've got to, to bring say, in very the, good uh, guess as the well, new Matthew. century. Yeah, I I would have thought I I've got that a little mixed up. I thought it was a Christmas number one that year, which would have been awesome. But all right, cool, cool. Um, oh, honestly, so if I, if to yes. kind of sum this up, so there's Babylon Zoo, which is yes, it was like a little moment in time, but mm-hmm. oh, and I do kind of like that intro still. I don't mind Madonna's four minutes. I'm moved less than none by the Manic Street Preachers. It's... To be honest, I'm ready to bin all this and take a punt. And it would be the first episode where we've binned everything if we did that. What do you reckon, Craig? I'm kind of voting bin. I think we should go to Matt first. Because you know Matt is going to be keeping you want to get the fucking suspense, Matthew. Yeah, yeah you see, he's, he's he's a really good director, is Craig. Um, yeah, but perhaps I I would keep because this is this is the brass tacks of where we stand on things. You're willing to take that chance, Liam, bin and shake it up a bit. All those songs played there 
I wouldn't say would be in like my top 150 songs of all time. But however, they perhaps the Majwan less so, but yeah, the, the story Majwan behind the weirdly, Babylon Zoo. If it was a better song for the Majwan, I'd be straight into keep, I think. Yeah. The story behind Babylon Zoo. The fact that the Manix had the first kind of original number one of this century... That's only makes the, it one of their two, isn't it? Mass Against Classes. Yes, yes. And I really dislike the other one. Is that if you tolerate this? <laughs> but, yeah. Um, which I know has taken on a little bit of a different life during the Ukraine war, but whatever. Yeah, so it is a keep with all lowercase. But I am keeping. Oh, you might have swayed me there, Matt. Don't listen to him! <laughs> Craig, where do you stand? Argue. Where Argue do I for my stand? Soul, the devils and angels upon my shoulders. I think that Babylon Zoo is a lovely snapshot of a moment in time in the 90s that we can all relate to and remember, but it is just a snapshot. It isn't a worthy piece of music to be remembered. It is the throwaway piece. The Madonna of it all, anything past... God! Well, I know you, you're cut off the ray of light. Mine is... Like is uh, like a prayer. Anything post that is not really worthy of much attention, and anything that sounds like that is truly, truly bad. And then the Mannix, uh, I think I just heard that way too much when uh, I was at my parents' house, and they loved the Mannix, and I just I can't stand latter day Mannix. So it's it's got a bit of bin. That's a keep. Craig's a bin. Yep. Gosh, God, honestly, this is, like, this, this this is actually tense. Legitimately kind of challenging. Oh, God. Been in it. Yes. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. <laughs> hey, listen, I didn't write any of these songs, nor get royalties. <laughs> Care ye not. Move on. Right. In that case, then. And also, it's not my fault if you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Into the bin they go. In that case... God, it's overflowing here. I know. He's spilling onto my feet. In two episodes, there are 15 <laughs> things in the bin and only currently seven things in the Pantheon. It's fine. We've got to start I suppose slow, that's the kind of way that it should go. Yeah. yeah. You ready for a number two? Let's see what we've won instead. I, I Notice how this isn't me now. It's a we. <laughs> because yeah, no, we're all No, I'm moving away from you, boys. <laughs> he wash, he, Matt washes his hands of this completely. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's looking, going, what's that smell? And I'm just stood behind you guys, pointing at you. Like, right, <laughs> here we go. Let's dive in. Oh. oh, yeah. Fine. Fine. You let that in. <laughs> Take me home. Why the big face? There. <laughs> Sophie Ellis Baxter with Take Me Home. Yeah, weirdly, if that had been there instead of the Madge tune, I would have kept it. Yeah. Yeah. Not not a great win. It didn't I'd like I don't feel like satisfied by that. Well, I, I will say this now, I don't think anyone's won there. <laughs> Sophie Ellis Baxter has. And immortalized Sophie forever. Ellis Baxter. And whoever makes spin bags has won. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and so yeah. That's the bin men are nine on, on Friday certainly haven't. <laughs> that's our nine of the week. <laughs> so that is our three of the week. Wow, first episode where we binned <laughs> everything. That's incredible. Um, so it's like a fucking butcher shop. It's like a butcher shop. So into the flames have been cast. Kither. Um the Detroit Spinners, sadly. Uh, James yes. Arthur, a, a, a moderate Beatles, 
and Early Shirls, Kenny Rogering Lucille, Babylon Mazoo, <laughs> um, Madge, Justin, and Timberland. They weren't the nip slip, were they? And uh, the Manic Street Preachers. So we've lost all of those bands. They've been cast into the eternal fires of damnation. And in their place, we have Pink, Just Give Me a Reason with Nature's. Um, <laughs> Janet Jackson, That's the Way Love Goes. And Sophie Elix Mimigexter with Take Me Home, A Girl Like Me in brackets. So um, I don't know if we won this week. But I don't feel like we lost. It was a fine week, gentlemen. It was a fine week. I think we've all we, come we, out with a we highly build on this. <laughs> yeah, highly balanced, highly balanced, pluses and minuses. I think, you know, there's going to be moments while you're having a way, perhaps thinking about what you've done this week that you might go, yeah, perhaps I need to think about my choices. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of that over the next three years, so we're going to have to suck it the fuck up. Anyway, that's been another excellent episode of Every Another One Ever. I would like to thank... Hang on, let me do that without slurring. That's been another excellent episode of Every Number One Ever. Thank you so much, Craig. No, my my pleasure, sir. You look genuinely <laughs> surprised by that, Craig. <laughs> it wasn't if I to look surprised. Just in, in just radio, audio form, that's really, it was really either sexy or scary or both, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and Liam, thank you ever so much. My pleasure. Uh, do come back and listen to more of this nonsense next week because we're going to be here for most of the rest of your life and we'll end with our favourite song of the week and I'm guessing I'm not going to get any arguments if we choose a bit of Fanat. Yeah. Nah, let's I go, go for it. it. Fanat me! Fanat me!